Hi, I'm Adrian from the podcast. I'm also where normally I talk to people about their multiple careers, pursuits, and interests. This episode, though, is a little bit different. I've got Nick Ruinui here, and he is going to be the host. And he's talking to me about my recent trip to Taiwan, covering the whole COVID-19 period. We do have an episode with Nick coming up, but now Nick's the host, and I'm the guest on I'm Also. Since lockdown and to to now, like uh, I know that you've been to Taiwan. Yes, yes, I've been to Taiwan. I went. We're in June now, and I went in February. And I was telling everyone it was a great time to travel because no one else was traveling, and I was going to Taiwan, which is like New Zealand with hardly any COVID cases. So that's what I was telling people. I loved it because there's hardly anyone on the flight from Auckland to Hong Kong. There was about 20 people on that flight. And then I took another flight to from Hong Kong to Taipei, which did have a few more people. But yeah, a lot of space. It's a lot of space on the flight. Fantastic. The most scary thing, though, is I was joking about Taiwan have no cases. We have no cases. So it was a great time to travel. But now Taiwan's averaging about, at today, they're roughly, they've hit um, got COVID again. And they're roughly getting 300-odd cases, new cases a day. Damn. Yeah, so probably Dang. the scariest thing is they were at the same spot we were at, and then over just a two-week period, sort of got out of control. Um, um, so we need to be careful. What do you think that? What do you think was the cause of that? Just letting people learn, or you said pilots? It started off with a couple of um, international pilots, and then they a couple of them didn't quarantine properly. But then it just it just sort of exploded. I'm not 100 percent sure why, but Taiwan, everyone still wears their masks. Oh, yeah. Just about everyone. So I wore my mask just about the whole time I was there outside. Yeah. Um, and they've still got checks on the buses. If you go on the train, there's still someone taking your temperature as you go into the train oh, station. Yeah. yeah, true. Eh? Must yeah. have been weird. Yeah. So well, it's pretty. Um, it's still pretty full on compared to New Zealand. Was Was everyone doing wide berths on the, on the footpaths and stuff? Not too bad, <laughs> but it was pretty different to New Zealand. This brought rolling, rolling back to the uh, back to the, 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 the uh, when you're a, a passenger on the airplane with bugger all people on there. But did you get better service? No. <laughs> oh, service was good actually. You had a whole row to yourself. You had a whole row to yourself. A row probably in front. The hard, that was hard to get on the plane because you had to have your COVID proof. You didn't have COVID. You had to have your accommodation sort of where you're going into Taiwan. Then when it was customs. That was sweet as uh, straight through. Probably about. I don't know, 10 to 15 customs people floating around. Very professional, but very relaxed. When I went through, there was no other passengers, just me and the customs people. And then on the plane, pretty cruisy, 20-odd people, um, very different when I got to Taiwan, though. So they had a lot of checks. Um, They had about eight different steps at the airport, but everyone spoke English, so that was good. Yeah. Um, and then put me in a put me in a taxi, just me and the driver, and sent me an hour and a half drive. And then I was basically put into the room for two weeks, no contact, couldn't leave at all. Did they feed you? Yep, they fed me, but there was a meal outside the door. Oh wow. Three meals a day. Yeah. You didn't know what you were getting. A lot of pork and a lot of rice so what happens if you're a vegetarian man like, tough luck tough oh my god yeah yeah so i went crazy from rice luckily my wife who was already there earlier she brought me in um i had like a it wasn't mcdonald's it was like a high class mcdonald's meal a moss burger oh yeah um, but, so you could get visited like could, could she actually come in the room did they oh, let that happen no, like, no you can't come in the room 
So how did she get the food to you? Um, they dropped it off at reception, and then they would leave it at your door. Did they you, test it or anything? Did they did they go through any of that stuff, or did they just um, get? I remember I got sprayed at the at the hotel with chemicals and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but it was no one. So if, if I walked out into the corridor, like one step into the corridor, fine, you get a fine. Oh wow! And it was about I think it was about five grand if you just stepped into the corridor. That's pretty rigorous. Yeah, actually. so it's like jail. Yeah, and I actually, and they did everything off your phone. So um, I had to text the police in the morning and then the health department with my temperature. No one checked me. I just had to text in, um, but they were monitoring your phone. So I had a point where I had a dodgy socket because my phone wasn't very good. The phone went flat. I turned on the phone and then instantly I got a call from the hotel saying, are you there? And I said, of course I'm here. And they said, um, we'll just check you're still there. And they phoned the hotel number. And then I had to provide my passport details because the police were downstairs. Ready to ready to pounce. Ready to check, yeah. Wow. They were looking for me. That's pretty rigorous, man. It's That's pretty full on. So then I spent two weeks just watching my phone, making sure it was charged. Wow. Whereas in New Zealand, so I didn't see any people for two. I, I just looked out. I had a window to look out, so I looked out at the people. But I didn't see anyone. Just me and there for two weeks. Compared to New Zealand, where there was people everywhere, um, still it was very organised. Still, I was in Rotorua, um, but the, you had like the nurse checking you every day, Damn. taking your temperature. Whereas I had a thermometer in Taiwan, where apparently, yeah, I said a thermometer in Taiwan. Wow. Oh, yeah. So, you, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. But you got to go for walks. That let you out after the yeah. Twi- yeah, yeah, like yeah. After you've done your um, COVID test. You could go for a walk after a few days. Had a daily walk routine. Oh, and there, and was that cordoned off? We went out to the sort of the closed off car park, and you had there was, was an army guy there, security guy there, and it was all fenced off. Oh, and then you're it was nice, but then you're sort of thinking, yeah, I could jump that fence. Yeah, I could. I could. <laughs> but then it's like, yeah, but then what would I do? I'd have to. I'd have to jump back over to get back yeah, to my room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just had to live that out. Yeah, like two weeks, two weeks, right? Yeah, two weeks. And then they give you another, did they give you a, um, like the nostril the, the, the test? Yeah, there was three tests while I was there. But you could choose your food. They had a menu of what you could, you say oh, you could, you could oh, yeah. The food was great. Oh, yeah. I was at the Ibis. The food was great. Oh, hang on. Let's, let's talk about the elephant in the room before we go any further. Did you catch COVID? No, I didn't catch COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, oh, that's good. I was um, paranoid though. Because yeah. on the flight, is the, is, there's no one on the flight. Um, so you're, it was kind of a combination of I'm very relaxed because there's no one around me, so there's no stress of people sitting next to you, so I'm, I'm very relaxed. Yeah, but yeah. then there's all the stress of if I touch something, am I going to pick up COVID? Oh, like, yeah. You know, Did you gloves or anything? Or? Yeah, I had gloves. I had I had a whole lot of masks. I had little wipes. I had the hand wipes. Oh, so yeah. when I sat oh. down in the seat, I, I, did, I hand wiped the tray. Yeah. I hand wiped the um, seat. And you had to have your mask on, but then you've got the crazy thing. You take your mask off to eat. Of course, yeah. And then you put your mask back and on. Drink. Yeah. And live. Yeah. So it was um, <laughs> So it was all about trying to avoid touching anything. Was security pretty uh, pretty tight with you guys coming back? Yeah, we had to, uh, it was a group of us. So I was on a flight from Taiwan to Hong Kong, which was packed absolutely packed 
And it would have been scary. You probably couldn't yeah. afford it there. And then people had like full the full PPE gear on. Oh wow! Like just full, like normal people, or yeah. just or, or, or the or the work the workers stuff. No, no, the, um, the passengers is the word. Oh wow! People had full outfits on. So yeah, like, like stormtroopers. Yeah, well, she, yeah, one like Star Wars. It wasn't a yeah. stormtrooper, but it was one. Of those, she had like a full suit on with us, like a head mask. So that was real stressful. Like a Mandalorian. Yeah, a stressing walking yeah. Mandalorians, real life you Mandalorians. Couldn't, you couldn't see their face. Yeah. Oh. So that was all stressful. And then um, we all had to go through. Take, our flight was taken to the next flight by a person in Hong Kong. And then we got on the New Zealand flight, and that was years and like 22 of us. So that was good. He brought you down and it took you to, uh, to, to yeah, you did your isolation in Rotorua. Yeah, yeah. I got off yeah. the plane and they said, New Year in New Zealand because the officials goes, that was, it was the. Um, Could you choose where you went? I put down Auckland, and then the quarantine. You know, you're in New Zealand. The first words I hear were "bro." The guys talking, the guys <laughs> talking to each other. Oh, it's going, "Yeah, bro." Oh, this is the authorities. Just like, oh, back in New Zealand. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we went, we went Auckland. We took a stopped at Hamilton for a toilet stop, which was a Portaloo stop, and then to Rotorua. Oh wow! So everyone had to. Is only one Portaloo? <laughs> there was, I think, it was four. Okay, okay. It wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't too out the no, gate. Three hour drive because they said we're going to Hamilton Airport. I thought, oh yeah, we'll go to the airport. And then they go, there's a fenced off Portaloo section. They go, this is our stop. Oh, did you have to do a test before you came back into New Zealand? Yep, an proven test. And then, how many days was that? Because it meant like three or four days or something. Yeah, like you've that. got to have it within three days of your flight. And then, well, having that, having that, that, uh, that test. And then that time, that four days between, like, where were you then? Did you, did you, did you get to stand to prove that you stayed in the same area and didn't catch anything, or what was what was what was the deal over there? As long you as you had the permission, you're okay. But then, as soon as you got back to New Zealand, on I think they tested us on was it straight away or day one? There was a, t- a test pretty quick. Yeah, you have to forgive me. I'm looking for um, loopholes and looking yeah. for <laughs> no, there's no loopholes. Yeah, just do what you're told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like you could get tested. That four days before you travelled, no, and, that, and in that be, four days you could have been anywhere. You could yeah. have gone. It's a maximum of three days. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you get the results back, and then you, yeah. and you roll over to come back to New Zealand, and you hand, obviously hand that test back over. Yeah, and they and, check it again at Hong Kong. Yeah, go through and, it. Yeah, and they and check then, it and get off the plane. Because I'm only I'm only asking this because it's interesting to me because I I haven't left our sleepy town of uh, of of Tauranga since since uh, well I haven't left it since the lockdown or anything and and I think you're one of the only ones I've known that's actually left and come back mm. come back alive. The and freaky thing was Auckland Airport being so empty. There was one there was yeah. like a little dairy shop open and one travel age one of the money guys. Do you want money? Do you want money? It's like no. Apart from that, everything was shut, so all the specialty shops were shut. Oh yes, oh so oh okay, so no um no, no Mc, McDee's, no, closed. KFC closed. All the all the all the important things. Everything in life. was closed. <laughs> everything was closed. Shows. And a little tip: coming back because they just opened up the bubble with Australia, yeah. so they were coming straight in, and then because we were in quarantine, we couldn't go through duty free. We were. Um, Routed. So, routed is the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we couldn't do the duty-free shopping. Damn. So that was tough. It was all right, though. But so the systems were completely different between Taiwan and New Zealand for quarantine. Yeah. They sort of got the same result, but New Zealand was a lot more touchy-feely friendly. Like the, um, the wellness nurse called you to see how you're feeling, which is oh, all nice. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. a couple of those calls. So you're seeing people all the time. People are dropping off the food, the nurses. You're going outside for your walk. You're yeah. still um, cleaning everything. Whereas Taiwan was go in the room and don't come out for two weeks. Just text your, yeah. uh, text the officials. The toughest thing is, one of the toughest things is that any little symptom. So you're yeah. paranoid about getting a, like a headache yeah, or a yeah. cough. Because even I, I said I've got a headache. I had a headache. I think it was from the air conditioning being on too much. So then they yeah. broke me down as sick. And then I was like, I've only got like a 5% headache. And they go, oh no, you're, now you're sick. So I had to stay inside for 48 hours. I couldn't go for a walk. Oh, yeah. The real hardest part is actually matching up the flight with MIQ. Because that was actually the biggest headache, trying to book your accommodation. Because oh, they've, yeah. they've slightly improved it now. But the whole, you basically had to, you could go through all the steps of booking MIQ. But your, your um, flight has to match up with... A space on MIQ, but originally you couldn't check beforehand if your flight, when it landed, there was a space. You had to go through everything, and then you might find like my flight. I, I booked a flight, but because it wasn't in the system completely of MIQ, it wasn't in there, so I couldn't book. What's MIQ? The the managed isolation facility. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah. 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 So that's the hardest. But that was the hardest part of the whole travel is matching up. Yeah. your flight because then there's no spaces on one day so that would be your flight so then you've got to change your flight oh, that's, wow. that's the biggest nightmare and then the, the system website's pretty average does it does it cost any more like no but it's really hard to it was really hard to match up so it's quite rigorous or quite a mission to to travel these days yeah that was it, there's because of the bubble there's a lot of those Australians have take, gone out of the managed facility thing so it's a bit easier now but if your flight's like leaving on the 11th, arrives on the 12th, but then the 12th might be full, but there's free on the 13th, you've got to try to go change your flight. Yeah. And then it might be a flight only one, once a week or something, so then you've got to wait another week. I wonder what it's going to be like in like five years. I reckon, reckon this COVID's going to be, possibly just be the new flu, another flu. Well, like, everyone's going to have those passports, I think. The, you know, the COVID passport to prove you've had the shot. Oh, yeah, true. I think one airline was already, was it Qantas? Not sure if it was Qantas. So one airline's already bringing that in. Did you have, have you had a shot? No, not yet. No. Oh, yeah. Do you, would you have one if I they probably, offered it? I probably. Yeah. Just so I could travel again. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think that's where I stand with that too. If I had to travel, I'd probably protect myself. But or if New Zealand just gets destroyed by COVID again, then yeah, I'll be I'll, I'll be hunting down some uh, down some vax. But uh, that's the problem. If we don't Ta- need it, yeah. But that's the problem with Taiwan. That's another thing. Every, there was no cases, so everyone's like um, relaxed, well, generalized a bit. That was one thing they were relaxed on. They're like, well, I don't really need the shot because we haven't got it, and they haven't got. They didn't have enough of the um, the, the jabs. Which one? There's like two of them. They've one's got the really- AZ one. Oh yeah. Yeah, but that was another thing. People weren't getting uh, inoculated because they didn't have any cases. But now they've got all these cases, and they're running around trying to get the, um, the trying to get it to get the jab. Wow, that's the, probably one lesson learned. Wow. So all in all, would you go traveling again after all that? I only want to fly on a plane with twenty people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I think we all want. It's to like just... business class. It's, yeah.